Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're back, man. Episode 199. Only one more until we get to 200. Yes, sir. That's one hell of a milestone, Keith. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just wish Keith would comb his hair on the next episode. That'd be dope. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he is on a protest. <laughs> All right. comb. Yeah. Starting the podcast with some, off of some unfortunate news. Uh, Bob Saget, that we all, a lot of us grew up on uh, Full House and also America's Funniest Videos, Funniest Home Videos, has died. Um, mm-hmm. They've The only news that's out so far is they found him at a hotel. Oh, man. It's really fucked up, man. And a lot of people are crushed by it, man. Bob Saget was a huge part of my childhood. You know, I remember those old uh, America's Funniest vi- Home Videos. Yeah. That, I mean, he was like the corny dad type you know, person on there. But like in real life, he was a wild dude. Mm-hmm. He's really a wild guy. His stand-up is so raunchy. Yeah. But I he's fucking it, hilarious, especially when he was on Joe Rogan not too long ago. It's probably like a year ago he's on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Bob Saget, man. Um, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace. Yeah. A lot of us really, it really, really felt that. Like mm-hmm. it, it's almost like us losing Tim Allen. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that show Tim Allen was on. Remember uh, Home Improvement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. was a great fucking show too. Like mm-hmm. I grew up on shows like that. I grew up on Full House, Home Improvement, Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, was it Step by Step? Was another one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Step by Step. Like I grew up on all those shows. Fresh Prince. Yeah. So it's like seeing people that died. Like when Uncle Phil passed, that shit hit me, bro. Yeah. That shit hit me to my core. I'm like, ain't no way Uncle Phil died, bro. Yeah. Like that shit hurt. We got an iconic line out of that from J. Cole. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 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 difficult. Like, mm-hmm. and then when we see these people now, like we only know them as who they were. Like we we, we see uh Jaleel White, but we know him as Urkel. Yeah. You know, we see um the dad from Family Matters, but we know him as, you know, as Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, yeah. You know what I mean? Carl yeah. was a cop. Like it's yeah. I don't know. It's a mm-hmm. lot, but it's like seeing like the Olsen twins back then before they, you know, turn into uh shriveled hot dogs. I don't know I don't know what happened to them, man. Yeah. I used I, to have a huge crush on 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 them. Was it was it Ashley and what's the other one? Ashley Mary Olsen. Kate and Ashley. Mary Kate and Ashley yeah. Olsen. The other sister is killing though. Which uh, one, the older one? Yeah, the one that's in the Marvel movies. Uh, She's Scarlet wait. Witch. Oh, I'm about to say, yeah, that's the younger sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was he older than them? Or you know, she's younger than them. I said the other sister. I don't know how old she is. Yeah, I think she's. Younger I think than she's them. younger than them, though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. She. I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, mm-hmm. Rest in peace to Bob Saget. Yeah. Um, and to all those who loved him. All right. And let's get right into the topics. Um, I seen a TikTok recently that I shared with Keith and. The TikTok showed this guy. He seemed like a very nice human being, but he mm-hmm. was talking about a, 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 this, this sexual encounter he had with this woman he was dealing with. But he basically said, like, you know, he tends to be a pretty respectful person when it comes to women. And to make a long story short, um, he was in the like basically the girl had him over his house. You know, they had a few dates, and then one thing led to the next. And she said she just wanted to lay with him in the bed. She wasn't trying to have sex. So he's laying there. Um, and then eventually she was like, um, can you give me a massage? So he said, no problem. So he's giving a massage on her back. And she says, uh, you know what? Just go ahead and re- I'll remove my bra. It's a little easier. So she removed her bra and now she's on her stomach with her bra off and he's giving her a massage on her back. Then she says, I want you to massage my lower back. 
So he starts massaging her lower back. Then she tells this guy, this is literally what happened. Then she says, uh, just pull my panties down. It's easier to like uh, give me a massage on my butt. So he starts massaging her butt. And it, it gets to the point where he's massaging her legs or lower back, and she is completely unclothed. No, and she told him to go to um, – she basically do a doggy style position. Oh, she did too, huh? Mm. Yeah, he said – I don't know how it went out but or how she said it, but basically she was in a doggy style position. And that's when he said – he said I could see her pussy full-fledged. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. He said he could see her uh, – he called it her baby maker. He <laughs> said, I could see her baby maker from the back at that point. <laughs> and then she just turned, out, turned around – and then, he, and then he said, she just turned around and said, are you gay? <laughs> right? <laughs> and the reason why we're bringing this up is because this is the breakdown between men and women in regards Wait, before you move on, he he never said if he smashed, smashed or not. I don't know if he said if he did or not. He didn't say. I, I hope he did. Yeah, I know. I it was went on a platter that. for you. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was just traumatizing. So. <laughs> but basically, it's, it's the communication between men and women. See, women are the kings of... Uh, Take a hint, right? Mm-hmm. And and we talk about times of consent and verbal consent and things of that nature, but that's not how women operate. I think that there's two things that are true. I think men should not feel entitled to sex. They should not feel entitled to a woman's body, but they should also know when to take a hint. Two things are true. Mm-hmm. Multiple, because women are not the type of people, they don't communicate that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had a comparable situation and I'm just being honest. So I don't want you to unsubscribe from Eddie, but here's the truth. I've had a comparable situation where a girl literally told me to rub her booty, right? <laughs> and then I'm rubbing her booty in my living room, and then she says, let's uh, lay on your bed. It's a lot easier there. At that moment, I knew I was going to have sex. Yeah. Like, even when the booty things, I, and I never felt entitled to her at all. But then women rely on you to make the move. So and you got to you got to read body language. And you got to read body language, mm-hmm. all kind of shit. So I'm rubbing her booty, and then then eventually I make a move. So I start rubbing her stuff, and then she grabs my <laughs> hand, and then she makes the move, and then we start having sex. Yeah, right? Just beating cheeks in there. Women women don't feel that like when women ever whenever times women have to lead a situation, they get annoyed. Mm-hmm. Women will be like, "He can't take a fucking hint. Like take a hint." Yeah, and it's like, yo. Women like they talk about verbal consent. If a man turn around and I want the women listening, I want you to answer this question internally. If you guys are just hanging out or laying down, or let's say he's rubbing your booty and you're telling him to do all that, if he says, "Hey, is it cool if we have sex?" Would you even want to have sex with him at that point? Yeah, that would, I, I would imagine that's a huge turnoff. It's a huge turnoff. Women never want to feel like they have to initiate things like that. Mm-hmm. They kind of want you to be the man and take a hint. This is why a lot of women don't like nice guys, you know. But I really, I kind of disagree with that statement. I think they do like nice men, but when it comes to like this nigga, just disagree with himself. No, no, no. I think women do like nice men, but there's a difference between being nice and being passive. Yeah. If a girl is bent over doggy style and I'm rubbing her butt, then she's gonna be like, you gotta slide in there. You not even no, don't slide in it. Just rub it. Don't put nothing in there. But make the move. If she is uncomfortable, stop what you're doing. Don't do anything, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's there's one way women say you should communicate versus reality. I don't yeah. even think it's women. I think it's this like liberal society that is like they're trying to turn like uh, romantic experiences into like this scientific yeah like consent consensual 
like verbal consent yeah, and contracts and stuff like that. It's, no. It's more gray area when it comes exactly. to these interactions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I just, I, it's crazy because like, like I, like I mentioned, like women, I'm not saying they don't like nice guys, but you have to be very direct from the time you meet women. Like the energy that you give off needs to show them what's going on. Because women need to also take the hint. Women will friends full like full fledged try to friend zone a dude that is that likes them, mm-hmm. like or that wants to have sex with them. Like that motherfucker is not trying to be your friend. Mm-hmm. You're better if and but women are not going to communicate to that guy. Hey, unfortunately, I'm not interested in you. Mm-hmm. But they'll try to take the nigga on a a, a freaking uh, what do you call it uh, adventures. Yeah, I've definitely had like women that wouldn't allow me to smash Mm -hmm. tell me those like extremely complimentary things yeah like you're the only person i've ever met that has always been genuine and nice to me yeah but that doesn't translate into me smashing so i don't care like i know i'm a good person (laughs) yeah just i'm a good person don't mean i want some i don't want some pussy a good person also wants some good pussy yeah right good person good pussy yeah exactly better people better and they deserve it more than like the other like toxic niggas you be dealing with. right yeah better ingredients better pizza (laughs) papa john's (laughs) papa cox (laughs) papa cox (laughs) yeah but it just made me feel kind of bad for the guy, mm-hmm. but it, it it also just showed like, man, like the way the things women communicate to you versus what's communicated out in the world are two different stories. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was telling Keith there there was a few situations like that where and there were situations where I didn't make a move, and then later on I was like, oh fuck, she wanted to have sex with me, mm-hmm. and then I tried to line something up later, and she didn't even give it me a chance. She never gave me a yeah. chance. I definitely like. This is like college days. I was uh, I went to this girl's dorm. Her, it was it was laid on a platter for me. I went to her dorm. Her uh, roommate was back home or whatever for the weekend, so it was literally just us. We in there watching uh, uh, a movie on the laptop. Like I'm, you know, in, in dorm rooms, I ain't it ain't much space to just chill. Yeah. So we're we're in her, on her like her bed or whatever, um, and we watching a movie, just chopping it up. Eventually, like, we get tired, go to sleep. I, I, like, cuddle her a little bit, but not nothing too crazy. Yeah. Um, and then nothing happened. I get up the next day. I just, I did, I dip, you know, back to the, to my uh, apartment. And um, that was pretty much the last time I ever hung out with her. Yeah. yeah. Women get mad when you don't make a move on them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, damn, you, you also <clears throat> have to reciprocate some type of energy. Yeah. Like, there's some type of energy. Because the thing about it, too, is... You don't know a woman's history. I don't want to be all aggressive towards you. Yeah. That's just not my nature. I don't want to grab on you or I don't want to do that type of stuff because that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know if a lot of men that have been overly aggressive have kind of set the kind of not the standard, but kind of set like the 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 energy around what women should expect. Mm -hmm. But it's some women that you may really want to like just chill with and have sex with them. But you can't because you're not aggressive enough. Damn, it's, it's yeah, so unfortunate. It's it's like, it's it's. I think every experience is different, and we have to almost like go in with the, with the mindset of like, it's like playing football in a sense. Like you you have a game plan, but when you actually get on the field, you got to make adjustments. Sometimes you got to audible and stuff like that. So, same thing with women. Like you get in those situations, and it may be a a thing where 
you like you have a desire, like you you want to score a touchdown, right. but you might have to call a run play. You might have to call. Yeah, a, a you pass. might have to switch some things up. Yeah, yeah, and mm. uh, and what's hilarious too is like you could be a decent human being and a nice guy, but <laughs> the funny part about it is, is like you you kind of have to. Like from the time that you meet a girl, you have to have an idea of where that is going. Mm -hmm. When you send women mixed signals where you want to be this nice guy and then you want to try to be like aggressive, women are not attracted to that. You have to be consistent. You have to consistently have this sexual attraction to them or you have to consistently be that nice nerdy dude that is literally not going to get any pussy. Because what it is too is like women like dudes that have experiences with, with other women. They don't say this. But, like, if you're a dude that literally is a computer nerd and you don't have any interactions with women, women can sniff that out and they don't want to deal with you. Mm-hmm. They want a dude that has some form of experience that could take hints. Because mm-hmm. you notice why women say, like, these men are just dogs. All they want is one thing. That's because that's the niggas they deal with. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not experiencing com- that. Yeah, they're not going to complain about the dude that's not getting no pussy. Yeah. They complain about the dudes that they want. Mm-hmm. So the guys that they want are the... The guys that are out on the scene that get attention from women and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you dealt with him, he had sex with you and he probably didn't text you back or he was an asshole, but he still had sex with you. But women rather have sex with that guy than the guy that's nerdy and too passive. Because the guy that's too passive is not ever going to do anything. Yeah. He's like, I just want to be respectful. I don't want to. A, a, a dude that's super respectful that, or not even respectful. He could be respectful, but that's passive. A woman could get butt naked in front of him, and he'll just stand there. Yeah. Like, um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, what do you want me to do, you know? Yeah. I'm just still trying to figure out the algorithm of your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, right now I'm doing coding, and, you know, I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm, I'm investing in NFTs right now. I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I do? Can I buy this pussy in the metaverse? <laughs> No, I think I think um, yeah, it's a fine. Why, wait, wait, hold on. Why has that become the standard nerd voice? What? Like I'm trying to buy this pussy. I, I don't know. <laughs> we kind of remix it because normally it's just like more nasally. More nasally, right? Yeah. This one's like just kind of down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. You know what? For all the women listening to this, trying to make sense of it, I have one million percent know that you have dealt with a guy that was a very nice person, but you wanted to fuck him, but he couldn't get the hint, and you just didn't give him no pussy. That probably has happened to every single woman. I know for for me, there's been experiences where, um, not necessarily that I wasn't aggressive enough, but more so that I was like in a conundrum with myself. Right. Like there's been, like there's a woman I'd be like, dang, I don't want to do anything with her because I think it's going to ruin the relationship. Mm. So in turn, you might, I guess not literally, but you might have like rubbed on her butt or something like that. Yeah. You're like, dang, I, I got, let me chill or whatever. And then it just, nothing end up ever happening. And then you try to double back later on and then she, she's just completely off of you. Yeah, she's off of you because you have to be consistent. Yeah. You don't have to be saying nasty stuff and being over the top with women, but they need to know that you have some form of sexual attraction to them. They don't need to wonder if you are sexually attracted or if you just like uh, you, you don't have the balls or you, you want to be friends, whatever. Like the reason why women can never friends on me now is based on the fact that if you throw any energy out me that's friend friend zone stuff, I'm not going to bite on it. I will not talk to you, not because I hate you or that, you, you know, that I'm trying to be mean. But like, yo, 
if I'm not having a, how do you say it? You can be friends with women 100%, but it's not a regular everyday relationship. It's not. It's not normal to just have like 15 friends that are women and you guys are just strictly uh, platonic. Mm -hmm. You know, usually somebody has some form of attraction towards the other. So, but... I'm not if I'm if I want to fuck you or sexually sexual attraction or I like you, you can we can't be friends on that level. It's just not gonna fucking happen. One thing I realized too is that like, I guess to put it in a way is like a man's attributes is based on what he can provide for a woman. Yeah. Right. So there can be a a guy that's let's say he's a, a rapper or a comedian or whatever. Right. Um, when the guy and the girl is in a good space, um, he's the most talented rapper. They streaming yeah. his music, the right. whole nine. As soon as they stop communicating or whatever, that's on the song is trash. Yeah. He never gonna make it, blah, blah, blah. So it's just like that's just one thing that I've seen in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that was came out of nowhere, Keith. <clears throat> no, I just I'm just <laughs> thinking about like um how uh like those, like, I guess the the fallout of yeah. those things. So I'm saying in terms of like, you know, if that guy, if they're meeting in a way, yeah, if they're meeting you. in a way and then you're not aggressive enough, she could be like supporting, you know, supporting, supporting your podcast, whatever the case may right, be. Right, that's and true. And as soon as you're not aggressive enough or as soon as that communication fall yeah. out, yeah, your podcast is trash. I guarantee I you women it. have had conversations with their homegirls about a dude that was like, He's nice, but he just, he want to make, they'll be like, you know, he's nice, but like, he just can't make a move. He's just too scary. Like, you yeah. know, I wanted some, I wanted some. Is dead. that a Latina? Latina? No. Oh, I don't know what voice <laughs> that was. That was a universal woman voice, I guess. But I guess it sounded a little more Latina. Like, he's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I wanted to give him some, but he was too scared. I ain't giving him another chance. Why are you playing? <laughs> Oh, you stupid. Oh, man. Yeah, like women don't communicate sex really, even even in a relationship. Instead of saying like, you want to do, like they're not going to ask you, do you want to have sex? They'll just put their butt on you when you sleep. <laughs> they just, just start arching their butt on you like, here's some pussy. And if you don't want the pussy, now you gay. <laughs> Yeah. Are That's you seeing toxic, other women? They'll push the butt on you and you don't want it. Are you seeing other women? That's crazy. Like, no, I'm not seeing other women. I'm just 36. And right. I, my dick don't work like that no more. <laughs> I think you, what happens to sex changes in your 30s. You don't have energy like that anymore. Oh, facts. You might you be able to get two good nuts off. You know, yeah. you get a couple good ones during the week, but that's it. Yeah. If you working if you work in a job that requires a lot of time or you're working on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like like I'm not Superman, you know. If you yeah. if you want if you want I, I would say this to women, if they want some of the best sexual experiences they ever had, then go deal with a motherfucker with no job. Yeah. Cause when you got a job and you got stuff going on, it doesn't mean you bad in bed. It just means that the 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 amount of dick you're gonna get from a busy dude ain't gonna be what you think it's gonna be. Yeah. One thing about relationships <laughs> too is that it is um sex has to be like an experience in yeah. a sense. I think when you just casually out in the world, Universal like, Studios. 
Wait, what? Like Universal Studios? Oh, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like what's 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 uh what's the uh, like Godzilla? You know, they got mm-hmm. those rides and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead of like Godzilla, it's just like dick, like. Indiana Jones. Jaws out there. Instead of that big, you know, that big boulder rolling down, it's just dick coming out. Oh my god! Testicles. Continue, Keith. Sorry about that. No, but I was saying, like, in, in terms of, like, relationships, like, sex is, like, a whole experience. Right. Um, but when you, like, just casually out in the world, when you're real worldly, um, you can just, like, call it your booty call up or, you know, send the text or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And it's not, it's not like, this huge buildup. Like, yeah. I feel like married people don't have, like, um, it's, like, romantic sex, which is cool. But I'm saying, like, sometimes it would be dope to just be, like... To uh, not have it be such a thing, like, hey, I'm coming home, take your clothes off, and then just, be like, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. That's probably how that that, that could be how um, married couples do it. Yeah, they'd you be like, spice it up a little bit. If you work in different shifts from your wife or something, they'd be like, hey, look, we got a 45 minute window. The baby is asleep. Yeah, the baby is asleep. We got 45 <laughs> minutes. It's like it's all good. You only last like seven minutes anyway. <laughs> You got a 45-minute window with plenty of time. <laughs> you go in there and bust a nut and make some dinner. Good shower, whole nine. Yeah, that nut going to be fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women also got to start coming faster. Y'all. It's in 2022, y'all got to start coming faster. It's, like, it's almost time. It's almost <laughs> 45 minutes later. Oh, I'm, almost keep, there. I'm almost stop. there. Two hours later. <laughs> Man, fuck this shit. <laughs> that was common. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, but there's that, man. I, yeah. I just think that men have to do a better job of like communicating, or not not so much communicating, but reading, reading the it, read yeah. the room, man. Mm-hmm. Read the room. It's not all, like if you know this is how women communicate, dude. This is just how it is. This is how it is, man. Yeah, you gotta adapt. You gotta adapt, you brother. That's the thing too. Like, I, and, and maybe in that situation, he was going in thinking, you know, the whole Me Too movement is going around. Yeah. Like, people are asking for consent now. But you gotta realize that they're gonna push a narrative. Um, it may be two women in the world that are actually like, yeah, we need to sign a contract and we need actual consent before we have sex. Yeah. But the most most regular women is just like they're gonna put it on a platter for yeah. you like that. They would not have you in the bedroom or in a situation with them if they did not feel safe enough around you. Also, I think in that moment, she changed her mind. Because initially, she told him to to sleep... Uh, on the like, couch yeah. at first. As soon as she, he was, she told him to come, come into the room, his, his brain should have been training already. Like, okay, if she do this, it's on. But... He was just like, he's so oblivious. I'm, yeah, I feel sorry. He's very oblivious, man. Yeah. He's very oblivious. And the thing about it, too, is like she probably was, women do certain things for certain men. They'll never admit it. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy that could call them right now, and they're ready to fuck. Like, yeah. And it doesn't mean they're a hoe or any of that. It's just that like there's certain dudes that they've dealt with in their life that can call them, and they'll be like, you know what? Like, I've had sex with this dude already. All right, cool. We got history. We got he's history. A cool person. He's a cool person. Yeah. He could get this pussy. Then it's the guy that's kind of super nice, kind of nerdy, cool dude, whatever, but they're going to hold the pussy from that guy. That guy's not getting shit. Dang. That yeah. guy's not getting nothing. And it's never going to it's never gonna change. No, because n- not only that, like, he's too passive, too. He's not... He's not gonna make that move, mm-hmm. you know. And he might get he might get it on like a 
on a late night, just sometimes your work pay off. Like the years of work pay off when she's like coming from the club or something like that, and you she's and 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 Dick A is not available. Dick you don't B. want that though, man. <clears throat> I don't want any woman that's drunk, inebriated or drunk. This mm-hmm. is twenty twenty two. If you can't give me that pussy sober, I don't want you over. Mm-hmm. That rhymed. There you go. Yeah, MC Eddie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Say no to drunk pussy all 2022, man. <laughs> Hashtag no, no drunk, drunk pussy. No drunk pussy, man. Yeah. Yeah, times is, is, is not it's not okay, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But protect protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen out there. Mm-hmm. Don't have no drunk doodle over your house, too. A drunk doodle? No, I said, I told like the ladies, don't have no drunk dude over your house, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. But that Henny dick hit different, I heard. That's what they said? Mm-hmm. But what, what does that even mean, though? When, when you're off the Henny, you know what I'm saying? When you're when you when you're drunk, the Hennessy is supposed to help you or what? To help your sex help drive? Help you last. It's like a, a blue chew, but it's Henny. Uh, I don't believe that. I yeah. think people be making stuff up. Hey, some people speaking from experience. What's the point of having Henny dick if you still bust fast? <laughs> you drunk a whole pint of Hennessy and then but that's you just the thing. Bust it like in three it's, minutes. It's supposed to be. You're supposed to last longer. You're supposed to like. I don't know. I, I never. You know. I'm, I don't drink, so I don't know. But this is just what the masses are saying. Get it. Hey, all the good dudes out there, get it together, man. Mm-hmm. It's get it together, bro. You could be a good guy and still get laid. Yeah. Okay. Most Stop. people are. We, you had that the that statistic where most people are having sex while they're drunk. Oh, that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate, but yeah, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, all right, switching gears. Um, uh, the toxic dating culture. Um, one, I wanted to bring uh, the main example being Kim and Kanye West. Uh, just recently, they got a divorce. They haven't even been divorced for a year. Mm-hmm. And Kim is out running. They're not around. divorced. Oh, they're not. D- yeah. They're separated, yeah. but they're not divorced under like legal terms, I mm-hmm. guess. But. Uh, she's running around with Pete Davidson, and fucking Kanye's running around with this. It was with, he's with some black woman at first, younger chick. She's really hot. A black woman. Yeah, he had a black girlfriend. Man, she was sexy too. Where? He did. I said past tense. And then he broke up with her and got with this the white girl, Julia. No, nah, I mean I'm just I never seen her. I didn't. Oh yeah, he was at the Laker this. game with her. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. And then he with her with Julia Fox now. But here's the thing. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because we live in a dating culture where people do this shit regularly, man. Like, they will literally be with a person for X amount of years, break up with them, and be dating another person. And the, and them being celebrities and this playing out in the public is one thing, but this is really how average people live. Yeah, y'all weird. Y'all weird, bro, because I'm going to keep it real with you. People may laugh at me or whatever for saying this on the podcast, but I'd rather, like, if I'm in a relationship, I plan on it to work. When it doesn't, I'm hurt by that. I'm genuinely hurt, and i much rather go through the process of being to myself, and if I'm sad or if I, if I, if I have to cry, if I whatever the case, just bettering myself, going to the gym, you know, being around – being a, well, I've, I've always gone to the gym regardless, but being around people um, good that are, that's good people that's got mm-hmm. good energy, and you know, if I gotta cry and cry, you know, call my homeboy, whatever. I've been so stressed out over a woman back in the day. I lost like twenty five pounds just from stress. Jesus Christ, yeah, it'll eat you up, man. If you really have a heart and you really care about whatever relationship you was in or the person, everybody deals with it differently. But I never, I don't think that you should ever deal with it from a sense that you right up under the next woman. And you fucking them right after, like, I got to be to myself. For months, like, at least around a year, I don't want to be, I don't want to have no sex. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to 
focus on bettering myself and my mental health. And mm-hmm. then I could get back out there and do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. But I think we, we live in a culture full of people who have become numb to relationships. Yeah. They will break up and be with a new motherfucker the next week. That is not normal. Mm-hmm. It is not normal. All that means is that while you were in the relationship, you already quit on it and you were already talking to other people. You just hadn't broken up yet. Nobody finds love one week after they break up. Nobody, nobody's dumb. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see these girls that be with a dude and they break up and they got another dude like, you know, I had to upgrade. No, you are a lying piece of shit and you've been cheating on your boyfriend. That's why you got a whole new relationship in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You don't just meet some random motherfucker in two weeks and now you, you like, that's just not how it works. Yeah. People are just pieces of shit and they've normalized it. Yeah. They confront like, um, like, oh, I, um when I was faithful in my relationship, but generally that was probably more so like micro cheating. Like you may have uh, seen this person out or that person is probably replying to your stories on Instagram or something like right. that. Just kind of just uh, hanging that, f- or like the low hanging fruit, essentially that type of stuff. Um, yeah. But it's, it's I, I don't understand it. I think that in terms of like this thing, it's... To break up with anybody is it's a sad situation, it, it, it you know, especially is. if you're married, you got children and stuff like that. Um, you can't run from those emotions, mm-hmm. and I think when you see people out, uh, you know, hugged up with somebody else or on a date with somebody else it's or all fake. these different things, like they they're trying to like suppress those feelings that they that they're genuinely that they're genuinely feeling, and then also in terms of like Kanye West, I guess, and you know. And, and, you know, many other people, all they're doing is just bringing baggage to this new person. Yeah. And for that other person to even be accepting of it, especially if you know the circumstances, it's different when, you know, Kanye West is a regular person, a regular citizen. And, yeah. you know, when they come across one another, they have to learn about their history and stuff right, like that. Right. We literally know, like, Kanye's day-to-day moves because he's either in the studio he at the concert, the Larry Ho- free Larry Hoover concert yeah. with Drake, um, having a manic moment out of nowhere. Yeah, and that we're documenting his actual relationship as far as him having kids and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, going into it, like this is not like he got a lot of baggage going on, and he's pr- and you also know that he's still in love with his wife. So right. I don't understand. And even the girl, she was like, "I'm just you know, I think he had like bought her some clothes, or they went shopping, or they had a photo shoot, and all this kind of." St- and it's not like. I think it's one thing to have like casual sex with some of these people like behind closed doors, right? But they popping up at Laker games. That's too much. Like restaurants and stuff. I'm like, damn, yeah. this is wild. And it ain't just Kanye or Kim. The people <laughs> involved on the outside are perpetuating the problem. So when you're Pete Davidson and you know that she just broke up with her husband, why would you be out with her publicly? That's weird too. I, the people on the other end. I have no problem fucking somebody like that. Like if I'm just. Out in the world, and Kim's like, "Hey, um, I was wondering if you wanted to, like, you know, maybe have lunch." That's Kim you Kardashian, know, man. Yeah, have lunch somewhere, pri- like, have lunch somewhere private, and maybe we go back to your place. I have no problem fucking Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. But when you want me to be out at events with you and shit, fuck no. That's weird. That's man. weird. Same thing with with you know, I've dealt with women before in the past that probably was like divorced less than a than a few weeks. And we fooled around. Ready but, to go, huh? but the thing about it, I ain't never put a picture of them on social media. I ain't never tagged them on shit. I ain't nothing. I, I keep that shit to myself. Mm-hmm. I don't be out there like that. 
The ink ain't even dry yet. Yeah, the ink ain't even dry. Yeah. But you want to know what's sad, though? The women that break up with a dude that can't wait to get back on the scene, it's sad because it proves how much they re- like they hated their last relationship. Yeah. It's like you don't got enough, like even though you break up with people, if you break up with them, if you don't have enough respect at least to like reserve yourself, that's just like, God damn, that says a lot about you. Yeah. It says a lot about you. Yeah. If you just write back out there. What the fuck was you even doing, yo? Yeah. Like, are you, like, and, and the thing about it, like I mentioned, the people on the outside that perpetuate it. Like, with, with, with Kanye, that girl, Julia Fox, is that her name? Julia Fox, right? I think so. She thick, and she's sexy as hell. So, I can see why Kanye is messing with her. <laughs> but, but, at the same time, like, he could still mess with her. But, like, do it privately, yo. Yeah. Doing it privately, but I think a lot of times, too, is a lot of these people on the outside, they probably know they could benefit from being around them. Yeah. I think it's like some weird Hollywood She's shit. in the, she's, her name is like circulating. Again. Yeah, the yeah. people that make me sick that, I, I mean, I don't care about no celebrity's relationship. This was only used merely for podcast examples, but people like like Travis Barker and uh, what's his fa- the other Kardashian, Kardashian Courtney, sister. man, I'm tired of them. Popping up everywhere, licking each other's face. Uh, Who gives a fuck? <laughs> People put too much in it. They put too much like shit out there. Yeah. Like way too much. Licking your girl's face all on camera. That's too much. Like yeah. that's too out there. I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm I'm more old school when it comes to that. I don't need to be licking you all in your face. Like that's too that's for the bedroom. That's not for public. Yeah. And then another one that's annoying too is uh uh Megan Fox and fucking uh uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Y'all licking each other. Like, that's not love. People weird. That's weird. That's some weird Hollywood, <laughs> like, like that shit is weird, dog. Mm-hmm. Just because I posted on Instagram licking your face don't mean that we, like, like in love. Yeah. That I, shit I, is weird. What you realize, too, and obviously this is, like, something you can recognize outside of relationships is that... It's just a facade. Yeah, that's so, all it is. Yeah, sometimes they could be licking each other's face on Instagram and cussing each other out outside of Instagram. Like people be in abusive, like abusive relationships, physically abusive relationships, and still be on YouTube and on Instagram acting like everything is all good. So I don't know. I just feel like what well, what people need to do is like sometimes you just gotta focus on yourself, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time. Like just work on yourself. You know, stay on your purpose. Kanye West, get back in the studio. Kim Kardashian, I don't exactly know. If she's in law school and whatnot. or not. I don't yeah, shout out to her for that. Yeah, she's trying yeah. to pass the bar and whatnot. I think she did pass it, but she passed like the, the I guess the mini bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not like the bar bar. But regardless of what it is, that's still a major accomplishment. Yeah, so for sure. Shout out to her for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out to Kim Kardashian for what she does do. I guess you just realize in terms of celebrities and even not celebrities, even people in Bakersfield. Right. Um, that there are people that are very private with their lives yes. and then there are people that expose everything. Like, That's just too much. You you be seeing you be seeing females like in the bed with certain dudes, but you may only see his shoulder or you may only yeah. see his back and stuff. It's like, like just that. keep it to yourself. Yeah, you don't have to share that. That's this girl, I, she was like uh on a like I guess she was with a dude and all you seen was work boots and he had tattoos on his hands. Uh-huh. And I'm like are you are do we live in a society that's so desperate to let the world know that they talking to somebody? Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm lonely. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you think I'm whatever. I don't care what you think about me. It At the end matter. of the day, I'm living my life off social media, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
Doesn't matter. It genuinely doesn't. Mm-hmm. We also live in a weird dysfunctional time of like divorce parties like, woo, I'm divorced, baby. Yeah. Why are you celebrating failure? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. We really out here celebrating failure. I think that you can be glad if a relationship was toxic or bad, you can be relieved in the fact that you're no longer dealing with it. But the fact that you make a public display on social media or other just other platforms of you, I seen this girl. She had like balloons and yeah, some other, and then I seen Dr. Dre post that picture. Like that shit lame, dog. You already like no no slight to Dr. Dre, but dog, I don't know who put you up to that. But you taking a picture, uh, you like divorced as fuck. Like we know you divorced. It's in the fucking <laughs> news, man. I think too, like it's 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 sometimes like what they say, like irreconcilable differences, right? But it's also both people's fault in it a is. sense it's you know if maybe even if you got cheated on right or you know even if your partner was like primarily at fault for the way they treated you or whatever like it's also your fault for like ignoring red flags and right. you know enabling these people in yeah. a sense yeah so it's like those same generally people don't change so those same behaviors no. that you were introduced you know when you were one year into dating or whatever um if that person is like not growing, then like whatever whatever uh, happened at the end of Dr. Dre's uh, marriage, where she was asking for money and stuff like that, that's probably stuff that was happening. It was already early happening. on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She wasn't just getting ugly at the end of it. Yeah. It was definitely something else going on. Yeah. That yeah. Dr. Dre is another one that was popping up with some hoes. Like, oh yeah, he's popping up with a few. Going to. Uh, Mr. Chow's and all that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, <laughs> hey, at, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I just think that, like, I think we need to be very cognizant of how we're moving out in the world with, with different people. And especially, like, let's look at ourselves. Ask yourself this. If you've been with somebody for eight years and y'all break up, do you think it's normal to be with somebody else the next two weeks? That sounds wild. So you mean to tell me th- that you have no feelings or pain or anything like bro, that would devastate me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying my life would be over, but I would cry. Mm-hmm. I would, I would cry. I would be depressed. I would be hurt. Mm-hmm. I would still go on with my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would still pick up the pieces to my life and continue to do the things that I want to do. But like, I feel like me in, in 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 like any type of like serious relationship, I'm like home cooked, oven baked food. I'm like, it takes time for me. To create this meal, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm making the the tortillas handmade, or I'm making the you know uh, biscuits or what. I'm doing all this stuff handmade mm-hmm. from scratch. Mm-hmm. Versus the average people relationships is like fast food. Mm-hmm. They driving up to the window, two minute transactions. Mm-hmm. You know that ticker is in the window. You know how you see that that, that thing in the window telling you how long it is mm-hmm. that you've been waiting, and it's like two three minutes, and then you getting impatient when it get to four minutes. That's how people are in relationships. Mm-hmm. They break up with a motherfucker and they're going right to In N Out Burger and they can't wait more than three minutes before they get some new pussy or some new dick. Mm-hmm. You get, nobody focuses on themselves anymore. Their mental health is garbage. And then by the time they get with a person that's good, they fuck them up. Yeah. Because I, you don't know how to coexist with a functional person because you've been eating fast food this whole time. Now you got a person that wants a home cooked fucking meal and you don't even, you can't even provide it. You don't know how to bake. You don't know yeah. how to nothing. I, I also hate like I know a girl personally that is like um, advertising her uh, singleness. It's ridiculous. Like she's making these 
TikToks and uh, Instagram posts and memes, and they're all pointing to her like being single and her boyfriend like messing up or screwing yeah. up or something like that. And yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I'm genuinely annoyed. Like yeah. I, I low key want to unfollow her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, you don't, you don't have to like. Average, that doesn't even need to be public information. No, because one, you're still sad. Yes. You know, no one likes to be cheated on. And no. secondly, like you're only um, entertaining a bunch of like terrible niggas that you just that just want to like help you get over your yeah. sadness or whatever. You kind of putting up when you do that as a woman. I'm just being honest. I'm just say this: <clears throat> when you do that as a woman, where you feel like you need to make a spectacle of your ex or your last relationship, you're basically putting up a billboard on the busiest highway to road highway or road. For, hey, I'm single. Who wants to fuck me? That's basically what you're doing. You're bringing attention to yourself. Just shut up. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm with somebody, I could walk in a room and bust their sucking a cock, and it would fucking hurt me. But why do I need to let the world know, hey, I busted my girlfriend sucking dick. I'm going through pain. How's everybody doing? Yeah. No. It's not, but that that's one thing. But it's even worse when you're masking your pain. With exactly, trying to be like funny or whatever. You're that's overcompensating, just, and yeah. you're, you're 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 displaying your personal business to an audience that really don't give a fuck about you. They just they just like drama, anyways. Yeah, no one I, cares. Yeah, I rather I rather go through that pain or that breakup or whatever on my own and figure it the fuck out. And when you have a tribe of people in your life that really care about you, talk to them. The motherfuckers on social media don't give a fuck about you. None of them. And she, uh, she made it was even like after all the whole single blah yeah. blah blah. She made another post where she was like talking about the. It was like a skit about the amount of guys that are in her DMs and stuff like Who that. Who cares? Shut up. Just that, like, that's another thing that I see a lot too. Like all these guys in my DMs. Whenever you hear a woman brag about the men in her DMs, let me tell you something. The reason why that's off putting is because I know over ninety percent of them dudes in your inbox. Just want to fuck you. So are you bragging about dudes that want to fuck you? That's how stupid you look. Shut up. Or your availability. That looks stupid. Just mm. shut up. There's no need for you to talk about all the niggas in your inbox because they trash. They are nobody to brag on. All these dudes want to do is fuck you. That is not something you should be flattered about. Yeah, That's you're not- tra- I mean, all it says is you're attractive. And you look maybe semi-available in a sense. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I think I think I heard Joe Rogan say it the best. He had a, a guest on. He said he said um, when you do things for attention, you're not entitled to the type of attention you want to receive. Mm. You just get reactions. You just get attention. You just get attention. It mm. may not be the attention you want to receive. Uh, you just get reactions. Yeah. So when you're putting your life on display over a recent event, like if if I break up, first of all, regardless of how the shit ended, if I busted my girlfriend cheating or whatever, and we broke up. Even at that moment that I've been had my feelings hurt, I still have enough respect for her to not out her in public. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to joke about her. I'm not going to talk bad about her. I'm not going to say what she did to me. I'm not going to say shit mm-hmm. because I need to focus on bettering and healing myself. Yeah. So why the fuck? Part of my healing process is not downing another person. Mm-hmm. Part of my healing process is realizing what she did to hurt me and focusing on me. She could live with what she did. Yeah. That's not my job. Mm -hmm. And it's not my job to alert everybody to what the fuck is going on. That's it's it's ridiculous. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but folks, I just want 
I really want to drive the message home that the shit that you're seeing is not normal behavior. It's fake. Because deep down inside, we all hurt and we hurt differently. But it's not everyone's first decision to say, I just got cheated on. I feel crushed. Let me put some memes up. <laughs> I just got cheated on. I feel crushed. Let me go suck some dick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta chill out. I'm so hurt. Gluck, gluck, 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. That could, hey, that could be how some people cope, and that's not good. Yeah. Just because, I mean, we, um, yeah. There's a lot of people coping a lot of ways, and I don't think it's that ain't the way. It's okay. Yeah. That ain't the way. But you know what's funny though? What a lot of people do too nowadays. Whenever they feel their relationship slipping, they start getting closer to somebody. So, That's so sad. And it's dude. sad. Like, they yeah. literally, people, they, they had a survey, and it, it was referencing women, but I, I know that men and women do it, but it was referencing women saying that, that they have a backup lover. It's not saying that they fucking him, but what happens is there's always a man that's lingering around. Yeah. He's a, he was either there before you got with your girl, or he popped up during the relationship. And this is why, like, it's, it's a slippery slope. People need to have a certain level of maturity before they get in relationships, too. Because yeah. the thing about it is, is like women will be full-fledged married, but they look so available. Yeah. And what happens is, is a dude uh, approaches them, hey, I want to buy you a drink. Hey, can I get your number? We could tell you. He's like, no, I'm married, but you can have me on Instagram. You can add me there. Like, and th- that's the problem with social media apps. It has allowed a certain t- amount of access Two wives and husbands that should never be there. And the guy is just documenting the relationship. He documented As soon every- as he seen those pictures erased, he like, oh, what's going like hey, what's what was good? Mm-hmm. You was just at Cancun with your husband last week. I don't see that picture no more. Yeah. Let me dive in your DM and bring up something that makes no sense. Let me send you a few memes to see how you react to it. Let me do the quick reply to the story. Let me do the quick reply to the story and see what your temperature is like. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you how. Put the hard eyes on a picture. Put the hard eyes on a picture, Mm -hmm. you know. And then another thing, too, is you you can tell the temperature of where where things are going based on the stuff that people be posting, too. I'm not saying you know a whole person's existence. But if they're saying disparaging things about men while being married, that says that that relationship they got sucks. One foot, they got one foot out the door already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They got one foot out the door, and as soon as she posts a little picture with her butt on it, you'd be like, now that's a nice booty. Yeah. Now, y- now y'all having conversations about her butt that you should not be having with a married woman. Yeah. Women women for sure are like, we, have, we talked about this before, but women for sure, and I don't know about men, I'm only speaking from mm-hmm. our vantage point, but they'll... Um, They'll be engaged, they'll be in a long-term relationship, and still be in some way, shape, or form communicating with some guy that smashed him years ago. Oh, yeah. That's and that's that's most so of social media. Like, dang. And then those are the same people, like you talked about, whenever the relationship breaks up, next thing you know, y'all hook, uh, hanging out again, hooking up again. It's just like, it's just like the... I feel like, I feel like most people in relationships, they have... Um, it's like... 95 98% commitment yeah. and then there's like this 2% of them that is still like maybe holding on to like some previous 100%. like thing and then and then not even like you know there's a you could delineate the casual relationship versus right. the committed relationship but oftentimes it'd be like those 2% be like 
the next boyfriends or the next girlfriends. Yes. And you're like, what in the world? Yeah. And the thing about social media, too, a lot of it, it's the graveyard for people you used to fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I have multiple women that I have on social media, and some of them engaged, some may be married, some in relationships. But, yes, I used to fuck them, and we are still friends on social media. One thing you got to... And, and, and hold on, before ahead. you continue, is I know the people that are listening right now, you have plenty of people that you used to fuck, but they're still on your social media. Yeah. Continue, Keith. Well, one thing you got to realize, too, is that... Um, any person that is like willing to like cheat on you or, or cheat on their like say I, it's hard to explain. So basically, say like you're a guy and you're talking to this girl or you meet this girl, but she's in a relationship, she's engaged, whatever the case may be, um, and she's like. I guess what they consider micro cheating. Y'all may text here and there. Mm-hmm. You may have each other on Snapchat or something like that. And she may even like cheat on like cheat on her boyfriend with you, or she may break up with her boyfriend and get with you. You have to realize that neither one of y'all are like real husband or Mm-mm. wife material Mm-mm. because you guys are doing something that is like not morally correct. No, and you know you you bringing that energy into a relationship only says that. They will, both of you guys will do that to somebody else mm-hmm. if the situation presents You're already itself. capable of it. Yeah, exactly. You came into this situation You can't cuff no that. cheater. That doesn't not matter. at all. Not at all. And a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is the, and a lot of relationships start that way. Mm-hmm. It, it starts off. I, I it's know, just like, it's, yeah. like it's, not, it's just transitions. I, I, I got a lot of homies, not a whole bunch, but I got some homies that are personal trainers. Um, and they used to fuck married women in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. That you know, that it starts off with them having little complaints about their husband, like, "Oh God, he just doesn't do this. He doesn't do that." Blah blah blah. Before you know it, you know, I had a homie that said he fucked a married chick in the sauna. He locked the door at at body exchange back in the day and was hitting her in the fucking sauna. That's wild. And I'm just like, yo, mm-hmm. or was it was it the sauna, not the heat room? Also, it's a steam room and it's the sauna. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo. Like really, dog? Like you really did that? I think as guys, we gotta like change the change the narrative too. Like yeah. it's not one that's not really nothing to brag about, especially Hell as no, you get not. older. No, um, and two, like guys, you gotta stop. Like a person with a boyfriend or a girlfriend is is different, but when yeah. it's like when they create that bond and they're married and yeah. there's a ring on it, we gotta we gotta stop trying to be like like the whole future and uh, Larsa Pippen thing. Like that's to me, it's like. It kind of makes my stomach turn. It's yes, not nothing much. that is like, like dope to brag about. Yeah, it's not dope yeah. to brag. No, it's not. Like mm-hmm. if a woman is married, even if she seems to not, and she's very sexually attractive, it, it, no, leave her alone. Because yeah. the problem too is that you've you've you could get yourself in trouble too. Because even if she's no good, there's no telling how much he loves her, and he will fuck you up. Some dudes will kill. Yeah, they'll definitely kill you. They'll be knocking on your door at two a.m. You just With got a through, shotgun. You just got through stroking his wife out, mm-hmm. and you open up your door and you get blasted. They call mm-hmm. that a crime of passion, mm-hmm. right? Where you know, this, you know, the young twenty-three-year-old buff dude is fucking this chick that's like thirty-five. Yeah, and and her husband is pissed off, and he comes over there and lay, and shoots you both. Yeah, stay away. There's a lot of women out here. You yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of women. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. The thing about it too, like it's a, that's a slippery slope too, because you could be talking to a chick and she'll like you enough to not admit that she has a boyfriend. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah, I've had I've seen it to where you talking to a chick, it seems great, and then all of a sudden they pop up with a whole dude. You're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's like, wow. <laughs> 
this is bad. I, I think that overall, the point we're trying to drive home with the whole Kim and Kanye thing is, is like this shit is not normal. You don't have to behave like this. You can, you can actually, um, uh, you can actually respond to your natural emotions if you need time, if you feel sad, if whatever. Take the time to really live in those emotions. Yeah, and continue to work on yourself. Don't just be with the next person because what's going to happen is you're going to perpetuate that problem, and then eventually you can land with the right person, but you ain't the right person. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us need work, and yeah. when you dipping in and out of relationships, you don't have time to work on yourself. Yeah, what, what have I said on this podcast many times? I've said that I have to make sure that I'm man enough for the woman that I want in my life. Mm-hmm. I can't just be like, oh, these women got to get it together. There are things that I still need to work on as a man, so I can't make this statement like, yeah, she got to be like this. Like, dog, what if I'm not man enough for that type of woman? Nah, so- yeah, that's. The, I think I, I see it so often where um, these women are posting memes about the type of relationship they want to or they mm-hmm. have, like, the structure, you know, that they want in relationships. But then you realize, like, just from... Um, small interactions that those same women that are like have so much information about relationships be like ter- just terrible, terrible people at their core. Terrible. Like you don't deserve a husband. You know, no, you with don't. Your, with your, you can work on yourself and you oh, can yeah. become a better person, but the person you are currently is not fit to be no. a wife. No. No. And the habits that you have and the men that orbit your world say a, a huge story about you. Like the men that orbit your world all the niggas that are texting your phone all the time, mm-hmm. all the dudes you're dealing with. If, and then what's funny, too, is you see these memes or these statements like, my phone is so dry. One girl posted that, and I, I normally don't respond to things like that. It's always for attention. But mm-hmm. she said, my phone's so dry. I said, your phone's not dry. You just got a bunch of niggas that's texting you that you don't like. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. When mm-hmm. a woman say her phone is dry, it's not. Women naturally have more options than, than us because them existing is all they need to do to have options. Yeah. Men actually have to do the groundwork and actually try to meet women and actually yeah. start the interaction. Women never have to start the interaction; they can just exist as long as you are, um, long as you are um, average looking mm-hmm. as a woman. Men will be trying to knock your door down. Mm-hmm. You just women just have to. Women have the difficulty of deciding between all these different dudes. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest hurdle women have to jump over. Is like which dude is genuine? Which dude just wants to fuck me? That's the battle that women have, yeah. you know, but the biggest mistake women make is they keep choosing the dudes that just want to fuck them, so they just keep getting fucked, and then the dudes that are actually good dudes that want them, they mistake that dude for the dude that's been fucking them, mm-hmm. and now it's like, it's not that men are always trash, there's some decent men and women, but you've made so many fucked up decisions that you just grouped everybody together, mm-hmm. and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's the real world. I feel like sometimes you, uh, the people that are actually looking for the same thing are often like choosing the wrong people. Exactly. So even the, you know, in terms of like a guy that's like really looking for a relationship, sometimes girls just want to get dicked down, and that's yeah. like the extent of the relationship. That's right. Sometimes, and it doesn't make them bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. just if a woman just wants to have sex, it doesn't mean she's she could be actually a really good woman. Yeah, she could be a decent wife material type woman, but she just wants to get fucked in that moment. Mm-hmm. She probably does not want to be in a relationship at that time. Mm-hmm. She probably does. She probably has exhausted all of her emotions over somebody that wasn't the right dude yeah. for quite some time. And now she's just trying to build herself and she just wants some good dick in her life. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Mm-hmm. 
that ha- sometimes and and it, like you mentioned, there's a lot of men out, a lot of really good men and a lot of really good women. Nobody talks about this. Mm-hmm. A lot of good men, a lot of good women, but they choose the wrong people. Yeah, and they're just juggling all the wrong toxic, poisonous people. Yeah, that's yeah, bad. Yeah. They need like a good person like dating app. Yeah, I know, but there's no way to really. There's <laughs> no way. I'm. It's yeah. not a real. Thing, There'll be man. a bunch of pieces of shit that infiltrate. <laughs> You'll have future on that app, like. <laughs> be like, yeah, super future. <laughs> I'm gonna put my thumb in a butt. That's <laughs> uh, comedy. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Uh, switching gears. Um, uh, how do I put this? But basically, the other night, I would say it was Thursday morning. Actually, let me rent a restroom real quick. I'll go ahead, man. You've been drinking a lot of water or something. Hey, man. Yeah, keep, 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 you said your pH belly, you stupid ass. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, recently I got off of work pretty late. It's probably right around 1 a.m. And it was like Thursday morning. And um, I stopped by an AMPM to grab some gas on the way home. I never really do that, but my truck, my, my work truck was getting kind of low. So I stopped in at AMPM to grab some gas for my old Chevy. And some girl was in a, I think it was a 20, like a 2016, 2017 newer model Chevy Malibu, right? And she pops her head out. Excuse me, you know if I could get some help? My car broke down. Uh, do you have jumper cables? I said, yes, I actually do. Give me one moment and I'll get, I'll get over there and help you out. So I go, then I go inside the store because uh, if you use the outside to get fuel, you could actually, somebody could... Uh, you could get what do you call that? Uh, uh, fraud. They could, uh, uh, they could steal your identity from the gas pump. So, FYI to people, uh, make sure you go inside to get your fuel. Anyways, I get my fuel, um, and then I hit a U-turn, go around, pop her hood, um, and give her a jump. And before the car gets started up, she tells me like, "I don't know what happened." You know, um, the person I let somebody use my car, and they said they ran over a raccoon, and it's been acting crazy. Mind you, this is a Newark model vehicle, and it sounds like shit. It's starting off fucked up. She doesn't hardly have any coolant in her car. Her her hose is, like, leaking coolant and shit. And I don't know if this helps the story, but I just need to paint this picture so you guys can see it. She probably was no older than about 22 years old. Extremely sexy. The big breasts, big <laughs> booty, small waist, very pretty, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not objectifying women. I'm a man. I'm a human being, and I seen this, right? And I didn't go help her because she had a nice body or she was sexy. I would do that for anybody. Mm-hmm. If somebody's down, I would help them out. So then as I'm talking to her, I see she has a friend in the car, and her friend was sexier than her. Or they was whatever the rate of sexiness is, it was off the charts. <laughs> this is a, a chocolate-skinned girl, had a nose piercing, big booty, small weight, just super fine, both of them. Mm-hmm. And... I'm just keeping it, I won't say professional, but I'm just keeping it respectful. I'm not being, I'm not trying to be up in her face. I'm keeping my distance and stuff. So as I'm listening to her talk, I said, yo, whoever told you that they hit a raccoon is, they're lying. They did something else. They fucked this car up. I said, this car is too new to be sounding like this. You know, and we just had a little brief conversation and she was calling people to come and help her and nothing but women showed up. Like her mom came and then her mom came with somebody else and they're all asking me questions like, I'm just some master mechanic. I was pointing out the shit that was wrong with the car. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, like, there's a couple things that popped in my mind. One of them is, like, ladies, when you're driving a car, make sure you learn enough about it at least. Like, you have to assume the responsibilities of your vehicle. Please, ladies, learn how to add coolant. 
Learn how to change it's the, the tire. Basics. It's the basics. Mm-hmm. Learn how to change your coolant. Learn how to change a tire, right? Things of that nature that can help you out so you don't end up getting stranded at a place and relying on calling people, okay? That's one thing. Um, and then uh, some other uh, girl came over there who was equally as hot as them. Finally, one dude showed up, right? Some young dude. But his, his pants were sagging so low, he couldn't even fucking help himself. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker just stood up and watched me looking under the car and was on his phone, wasn't doing shit. Mm-hmm. So the other thing I took from it is, ladies, start dealing with men who can do something for you. Mm-hmm. These women, all of them, super fucking hot, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure they get a ton of attention, but it wasn't one dude that they could call to help them the fuck out. Man, that's so unfortunate. And, that, and that's very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And, and some women that's going to say, well, we don't need a man for nothing. We don't need, but you fucking them, though. You do need mo- a man because mo- you're stranded at a freaking But I'm just saying, like, most women <laughs> are fucking somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them. And yeah. it's not to, to downgrade women, but it's the truth. So my thing is, is even if I'm just fucking a chick, if she got in a situation where she's stranded, something's fucked up, I will drive out to help her. Mm-hmm. Literally. And I'm just a dude that's just having casual sex with her. I still feel some level of responsibility for another human being that I'm with. But I'm saying that I have value as a man. And even if I'm in your life in any capacity, I feel some form of moral obligation not to come and bail you out of stuff and do all of that. But it's small for me to go out and help. But think about all the attention that these women get and as hot as they are, and they can't call one dude to help them that ain't trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, just think about that, dog. Like, they probably, these girls look like they was at least 400 to 1,000 likes per post. <laughs> they look like those super hot um, OnlyFans girls. Yeah. But I'm just saying, what I'm basically saying is a lot of the attention that, that you that a lot of women get is empty attention. It's from men with no value. Yeah. Even the dude that showed up, this motherfucker wasn't even trying to do shit. Mm-hmm. If it ain't about the pussy, they're not even calling you. Yeah. You know, if it ain't about, you know, the only person that probably would have helped them is a dude that they're not attracted to. Mm-hmm. Probably a probably a dude that's kind of nerdy that's like, hey. The friend zone guy. The friend zone guy. That's the only motherfucker that will come and help you out, stranded. Mm-hmm. The same dude that you don't want to give no pussy. That'd be the only dude that probably would show up. Mm-hmm. But all the real cool, laid back dudes that you're giving the pussy up to, they ain't giving you nothing in return. Nothing but dick. Mm-hmm. Nothing but dick. And the dick probably trash. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes of dick. Can't <laughs> even change a tire. You sound like Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, dude. But it's the fucking truth, man. And I'm looking at all these women that were oblivious. The other girl came. Her car sounded equally like shit. Her mom's car was like, did it shit sound like an AK-47, man. I was like, hey, your car doesn't sound too hot. What's the last time you had an oil change? I look at her car. She's got a check engine light on. I say, hey. Make sure you stop by a mechanic to find any reject codes. Have them do a diagnostic on it. She's like, oh, oh, okay. And I, and the reason why, like, and these, I'm not saying they were looking at me all googly-eyed, but they looked at me like I was, like, just this guy that, they looked at me like a man that's not in their life at all. Yeah. Like, they called, they asked me, and then I pulled out, I had coolant in my truck, I had fucking jumper cables in my truck. I just had stuff that I had a I had a jack, I have a floor jack in my truck, all this stuff just in case something goes on. And it's like I look at them and I guarantee you that there's some dude that's using their car 
Because he said, I let somebody use my car. Yeah, you let some bum-ass dude lo- use your car. It was probably the nigga that showed up like that. It, I don't know who the guy was, but the dude had his pants hanging so low. I'm like, dude, you can't fucking help yourself with mm-hmm. your pants sagging like that. Yeah. It, you like, I think that we've gotten... They're young women, so maybe they'll grow out of it, but like, it's still some grown women that deal with dudes like this. Do you think people grow out of that, like choosing bad partners? Not always. Most Sometimes people don't change out of it. Stay in that forever. They stay in that. They yeah. they they choose. They people like what they like, mm-hmm. but they but they complain it's, about it's it. It's not. It's not. It's not us making a decision. Like yeah. we don't know why we're. We don't know the science behind attraction. You're just right. attracted to whatever you're attracted to. You Maybe just, it's because of something you've seen growing up, your parents, or whatever yeah. the case may be. But yeah, yeah. So people just they they like what they like, mm-hmm. and I just found it. I just found it curious that they're not not some not curious. I just found it interesting that I was there for a little. I was there at least helping her for at least around at least 25, 30 minutes. I was mm-hmm. there. And only women showed up. And the dude that did show up, he was fucking useful, useless. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. No, I think I think that's the the real uh a real thing. I think that even in terms of like First of all, just the people in your life. Like right, you need to surround yourself with people that have real value. Yeah. Um, but even more so if it's someone you're in a relationship with. Even if it's not like a boyfriend, girlfriend, even if it's just a casual thing, like we need to choose partners that can offer something. Like, that, so, that have something. Yeah, that can bring something to the table. Not not this lopsided relationship no. or not a relationship that is solely based off of um like a like a sexual thing because I, I like you said in terms of like um something going wrong in either of your lives like and that's your because you know it's they say like uh they coined it like friends with benefits right right like first you need to be friends you know mm-hmm. what i mean so that that means in in terms of friendships you can lean on somebody you can talk to them when you need to you yeah. can uh you know if you need some help in any capacity um they should be able to help you but you know, a lot of times, you know, the the type of relationships you see now is just with benefits. That's and it. That's just that's just kind of the extent of the relationship. No friends. And it's and it's also like we need to start putting enough value on ourselves to, not that you need to be like always looking for a relationship, but start putting enough value on yourself to only give, um, the pussy up to somebody that has like, um, that is just like at their core a good a good a person. good human being. Yeah. Because yeah. if you you giving the draws to somebody and you stranded at whatever gas station and they don't even pick up their phone, that's, that's crazy. Just like, you got to reassess how you moving out here. I think, and and some people would disagree with this. Like, if we just having sex, I don't owe you nothing else. But it's like, dog. Like at the end of the day, I think a lot of women are so used to dealing with men who don't have souls that when you display that you have a soul and you're actually a decent man, then they kind of like they don't even know how to comprehend it. Mm-hmm. Like it, what's weird is I've had. It's been girls I just fooled around with. We just had sex, but I've treated them probably better than any boyfriend, boy, ever, yeah. any Damn. boyfriend they've ever had, which is fucking sad. Not to say like I'm like being romantic, none of that. I'm just having respect for them. Mm-hmm. Just having respect for them mm-hmm. is better than most of the men that they've dated. And what you learn is women have a track record of dealing with a bunch of ain't shit motherfuckers. Yeah. So by the time something pops off, they got a blown out tire. Or they broke down here or something there. 
it's men that it's it's women that are dating dudes that'll be like, oh my god, like I have to come across town to help you. Can you call somebody else? Like they really be in relationships with motherfuckers like this. I seen I know a girl that was engaged and she was like, she basically told me like Keith, you're the nicest person in Bakersfield, and I was like. One, that's kind of weird, but two, like, <laughs> I'm not doing, I'm just doing, like, in terms of her, like, I don't have any, like, history of, like, it's not like I buy, bought her flowers before. Nothing. Not, like, I just, just, just a casual friendship, but yeah. you just, you just see how low the bar is when it comes to, Bro, like, the type of dudes out here. I've had, and you know that women are not happy with the men they're with when they make certain statements. Like, I remember I was just having a casual conversation. And then, and she was like, I don't see why you're not, when, especially when women say shit like this, <laughs> I don't see why you're not like married or have a girlfriend. And yeah. it's basically saying like, like, it's like them <laughs> indirectly saying that they're attracted to you. Yeah. Which yeah. is very strange. Yeah, people, I get you. People would say like, no, it doesn't mean that. But I'm like, if a married woman is making a statement like that towards you, then it's kind of a little bit weird. That's the way of saying I like you or I'm attracted to you without saying it. A hundred percent. But then, and then she followed up was like... Yeah, I wish I wasn't married. Oh, <laughs> literally, swear to God. Gosh, damn. I wish I wasn't married. I didn't yeah. respond to that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, you know. But it's it's bad. It's it's bad when you see this shit. When you see all these beautiful women that are in a space where they need something and there are no men there to help. And I know we live in this age of equality where I don't need no man this and that, but. If he was good enough to lay down with, like, why is that same dude not, like, good enough to help you? Yeah. And some you, people say, like, why are you making an assumption that they don't have men that will help them? And it's like, honest, honestly, the the way that they all were, that all these women showed up, ball tires, no coolant. Each car came up sounding worse than the last one. No, a, de- a decent dude, no matter if it's a casual thing, maybe even if it's just you pushing, helping push their car. Right. Like, if that's me in that situation, I'm telling them the same thing. Like, yeah. hey, your cooling is a little bit low. Right. It look like your oil is, you got a leak right here, whatever exactly. the case may be, and then you just go on with your day. That's so what I did. Definitely, if it's a person that's like hanging out with you or going to yeah. movies or he, maybe he's just coming over to knock you down every now and then. Yeah. Um, it's... That information is just so like yeah. simple. I feel like if I, if I have any interaction with you in my life, like let's say we just hung out, we just fooled around, I leave your house and you turn your car on and it's like, I'll be like, hey, you got to get that checked out. Yeah. Like you need to get your oil changed. Matter of fact, let me hop in the car. Let me see what, what, what what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And, and you might have like whatever she needs, like a, a quart of oil or whatever. Yeah, you might have here. it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I think two things are true. I think that, that men need to get away from this fake masculinity where it's like you can't be useful to women just because you're having sex with them or you may not have this traditional relationship. I still feel like you should be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. You should be decent enough of a human being to where if if not only just as a person or just like as a woman, but like help somebody out, bro. Yeah. What you, you mentioned the friends with benefits thing. Like what's the benefit? Mm-hmm. What's the what's the benefit, bro? Mm-hmm. Like there's it, it's a two way street. But also here's the thing. If I'm, let's say I'm out of resources, right? Let's say something happens with me. I'm out and about somewhere. Something happens. I need some help bad. I've tried to call people. Nobody's answering the phone. And you got that one girl in your phone. You've been having sex with her off <laughs> and on for like four or five months. Mm-hmm. And you hit her like, hey, I I would hate to bother you, but I'm out here so-and-so. And chances are, if you're respectful and you're a decent human being, she'll come help you, dude. Mm-hmm. 
not only you know are you a decent person, but if you got some good dick, she's gonna come help you. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, "Oh, where you at? You in Africa? Okay, I'm gonna come over." There. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never got no dick in Africa before. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it buying <laughs> I'm dead. I, I had a question when you um. When the girl is like, uh, what she say? I hate that I'm married or something like that. Mm. Do you like? Do you entertain that conversation or do you just be like, no. dang, that's crazy? I, yeah, I just dang, that's crazy. I just moved on by it. Yeah. Like, I, what am I gonna say? Like, yeah, you shouldn't be married, girl. Yeah, actually, yeah, you should have not got. Like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. As a man, some niggas will say that. <laughs> as a man, you got to be the biggest piece of shit ever if a woman says something like that and mm. then you move in. I don't move in on vulnerable women. Yeah. That's not my thing. Yeah. I need you to be 100% present. I don't give a fuck what it is, whether we're talking or we're just going to fool her. I need you to be 100% present. I don't want, I need you, I don't want you to be inebriated or drunk. I need you to make like a sound decision if you're dealing with me. Yeah. It needs to be a sound decision mm-hmm. because I could, like my conscience, I could live with that. But there's some men like, yeah, I'm about to get a real drunk tonight. It's like, bro, that's rapey. <laughs> that's fucking rapey, man. I'm going to get yeah. us a lot of Hennessy. And it's like, dog, people are just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The overall, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get out of this one. But mm-hmm. I think the, the number one thing to take from this is start dealing with people that have some form of value. I'm not saying everybody has to be your husband or everybody has to be your wife. But make sure that the value is present in their own lives. Yeah. Even if you're just having sex, you shouldn't be with a woman that is openly a horrible mother that neglects her kids. Yeah. Cause I'm not trying to date <clears throat> Casey Anthony. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a wild statement. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, anybody trying to date nobody like that, bro? The fuck? Oh, man. But no, nah, that's that's real. I think um, I was watching a, a sermon this morning with uh, John Gray, and he talked about like um, only surrounding yourself around people that bring you peace. And yes. I think like in terms of like even like that casual relationship that you might have with somebody, I think sometimes we dis we try to delineate certain relationships in our life because they may either be like just a sexual partner or your mom or your brother or your sister or whatever. Um, but I think that we got to start moving how we move in one relationship, how we do in all of our relationships. That's so, a fact. So if your friends are all go-getters, they all, you know, you know, you got one friend over here that may work for a law firm. And you got another friend over here 100%. that works at a tech company. And this other one is just, you know, he may be getting his master's degree. Like just people that are actively like doing a lot of things. But then your, your uh, you know, friend with benefits is like, um, 36, 37 years old and they don't really know what they want to do with their life and they got a lot of drama in their life and it's all that much. kind of stuff. It's like, you kind of like, you you moving backwards in a sense. Yeah, people, and you know, people listen to this will be like, you when you're just having hookups, you don't need to have all these standards and it's like, it's not really having crazy standards. It's like literally looking at the tendencies and values of a human being yeah. and deciding like, yo, do I even want to give this person sexual energy? Yeah. Like, is this, this person's life. not even worth sex from me. Even, even, but even if they, you know, women are like, you know, we're not necessarily trying to have standards or, you know, in terms of that yeah. person you just mentioned, um, you're still going to have to communicate 
in some yes. capacity. It's not like you just showing up having sex and then dipping without saying a word. Yeah. Like when you when you catch up, y'all may watch a movie on Netflix or whatever, but you're gonna talk about your day. You're gonna talk about what's yeah. going on in your life. And generally people need to get stuff off their chest. So if they got a lot of drama in their life, they're gonna be telling you about all the drama that's going yeah. on in their life. Yeah, they will. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And it's just like I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Okay, when we gonna do this? Yeah, that's the worst. When you and when you waiting on the the poo nanny and she just chopping it up about stuff you don't care about. And this girl at work is so annoying, and every time I come to work, it's so and so. I was like, you know what? Let me take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and take it on home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's sure. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, switching gears. Uh. Having poise, um, me and Keith had a conversation about like, you know, when you're having a disagreement with someone and, you know, they may be mad or they'll come at you in a certain way. And sometimes when somebody's like, I don't care, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You'll be like, I'll beat your ass. What's up, fool? Like people will get mad and turn it. Like when people turn up on you, don't mean you need to turn up on them. Mm-hmm. I think words, as you get older, you learn that words are almost like martial arts. It's almost an art form to be poised and to use your words. You have to use your words. Mm-hmm. You can make somebody feel so stupid. Yeah. And you know what else makes you even more comfortable? What makes you even more comfortable in that moment is if you could really fight. So mm-hmm. if, it, if it goes there, you'd be like, I'm being respectful, I'm being poised, but I can fuck you up too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, we could just, I, I just want to do this the easy way. Yeah. Like, if it, if it gets to a point where someone is coming at you in an aggressive manner and you're just like, yo, I don't want no smoke with you, bro. I don't want no smoke with you. I'm just letting you know that this is unfortunate that this happened. You know, it could be in any situation. Like, let's say your girl is, your wife is yelling, ah, oh, why you do this? You'd be like, hey, look, when I talk to you, do I yell at you? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I appreciate it if you didn't do that to me. Let's not let's not do that. Let's talk like adults, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's talk like adults. Let's have some respect. Okay, let's have some respect. If we cannot have a, a constructive conversation, I'm just gonna exit the room and let you let you pick up the pieces to your own uh your, to yourself. And then mm-hmm. we could come back and convene at a later time. Because mm-hmm. I'm not about to sit here yelling at you. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but it takes time to get there. Because as human beings, we don't usually react that way. We usually, we get triggered. Mm-hmm. And then we just, boom, we go 100 miles an hour and then we apologize afterwards. Yeah. I think the best thing to do is put yourself in a position where you don't have to apologize. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I, apologies can be necessary sometimes if you really were at fault for something. But when you put yourself in a situation where you can, um, you can concurrently Look at the situation and decide on how you're going to respond. And even if you need to take a little bit of time to comprehend what the person's trying to say, you'd be like, look, I see you mad. I, I see you are frustrated because of this and that. And I, could, I get it, but that's not what my intentions were. You know, mm-hmm. so if you feel like that about this, I apologize, but I appreciate it if you could bring your voice down. Yeah, you that's facts. I, mean? I, think, I think too, like, <clears throat> excuse me, if. If we thought that way, you know, where we're more poised, more composed in certain conversations, first you won't say anything wrong or disrespectful in terms of like a disagreement or an argument. Right. Um, and then secondly, you realize like um, sometimes like apologies don't 
don't work because we're human beings, right? Right, right. So right. if you call in somebody out their name, uh, B words, F words, all this gay, uh, gay slurs and all this kind of stuff, um, and that's that's how you're arguing. And then afterwards, you want to say like, "Hey, you know, I kind of lost my cool back there. Nah. I, you know, I apologize." They don't forget that. No, they don't. Like, you know, unless it's literally a thing where you got amnesia or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's always going to be in the back of their mind in terms of like you know yeah. dealing with you as a as a hundred percent in a relationship. So I just think like let's just start thinking before we we speak. And even if it takes, um, even if you're having a, a conversation. And you take a beat to just like sit there and it may be like an awkward silence for a little bit, but you actually think through a scenario in which you say this or you say that and then you finally speak, you're going to be much better served than just saying the first thing that comes to your mind in some sort of uh, thing. Like, especially like if you care about somebody, like I'm not ever going to call my wife or my girlfriend a bitch. That's Mm -hmm. just not going to happen. Now, I'll call you a bitch in my head all day. (laughs) I'll be like, bitch, you know what? (laughs) I'm not going to call you that. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take the time and the process what's going on at that moment mm-hmm. and I and I will have a certain amount of fear. Okay, I, this ain't got really a whole lot to do with what we're talking about at the moment, but I think that people don't have enough fear in their relationships or friendships where they just yell and say things crazy to a person. You should be afraid to lose somebody that you really care about. And yeah. I think that not enough people are afraid to lose people and there's not enough fear in relationships. So if you like, you stupid fucking bitch, and that's your wife, bro. Because they know that they're going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. But like, you should have a certain amount of fear to talk to your wife like that. Yeah. You should not be talking to her like that, bro. That's mm-hmm. disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Especially like if you my lady, you with me for a reason. Yeah. So I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have you be with me and treat you like that. That's just not like I value you because you with me. Mm-hmm. So why would I treat you in a disrespectful way? Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, you was a dude that, that's known for calling women bitches, mm-hmm. right? This is why there's no excuse to do that. You calling them bitches, you calling them out of their name, and then you find a really good woman. That's more of a reason to never call her a bitch. Yeah. Because you've dealt with women that you felt was bitches and this and that. You find a good one, and you still calling her that? Yeah. That don't, it does, it, there's no excuse for that. The same way, you know, women get mad and tell men all kind of crazy shit. Like, you can't last. Your dick is little. All of this stuff. Like, just because you apologize about telling your man he had a little dick don't mean he ain't got, you know, he still ain't got a little dick. <laughs> now, now, like, he, you, was, you was the same one, like, yelling and moaning, fake moaning and yelling for that dude. And, yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you like, I'm sorry. It's actually bigger than what I thought. <laughs> You're not you can't sorry. Take that back. You can't take that back. Yeah. Now forever in his mind, like whenever you get mad, now he just got a little dick again. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Or let's say he a chubby dude. He a chubby dude. He real big, kind of fat or whatever. And then like you like, I love your stomach, baby. And you're getting a fat. You fat, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you fat. That's why you fat. Yeah. You, you can't Which one see, is it? You can't see your dick no more. You fat. <laughs> you, you go to Wendy's too much. You fat. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I would never. You ate all the Taco Bell wings. You ate all the wings, fat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I already think I mentioned. Well, I didn't. I didn't mention. I put it on Instagram, but I tried to get the uh, wings from Taco Bell before the pod so we could do a that like a, a taste test. But they ran out of. They yeah. ran out of wings. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But um, I forgot. We're having poise. Oh, poise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, in terms of like, I, I just wish like. 
and, and maybe this, we're talking to someone specifically out there that's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope for people in, in 2020, 2022 to be able to, um, you know, compose himself, whether that's, you know, if you're in some sort of disagreement or whatever, first you need to breathe because, you know, the yeah. blood flow, the oxygen flow to your brain is extremely important when 100%. it comes to making decisions. You yes, need to breathe. Is. Try to lower your heart rate if you can. Yes. And um, indefinitely, like, think. I think sometimes when, you, when you're very frustrated, when, you're, when your heart is beating fast, you just start to say... Uh, the things that are like not everything in your brain um, is supposed to be said out loud. No, and even in arguments, sometimes you, you know, you want, like you Eddie said, like in your head, you call some women out their name, but not in real, not in not in real time. And I think like if you kind of filter through your thoughts before you start speaking, um, you'll be able to to um, to not have like a, a toxic interaction. Right. I think that actual, truly, you know, intelligent people or emotionally intelligent people will take time to articulate their words. Mm-hmm. And I, I seen some interviews with Tom Brady, and I seen one with Nipsey, and they asked him a question about like Lauren London, and he he kind of like paused, paused for a long time, and he's like, "What you doing?" He's like, "I'm just trying to, you know, what I'm saying, trying to make sure I put the right words, mm-hmm. right energy out there." Yeah. And Tom Brady did the same thing. He like paused and then he talked. And I think a thinking man is very powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I say because I, you know, I want to don't want to make it gender specific, but a per, but a thinking person is very very powerful mm-hmm. because you are saying things that you genuinely feel and that you can control and that are right for that moment. Sometimes it's important not to say too much in moments. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's important to really drive a message home, but you can't drive that message home unless you really took time to think in that moment. Have you ever had a situation where you really wanted to tell something to somebody, but you couldn't really process all the things you wanted to say, and you ended up leaving before you could do it? Mm -hmm. And then you'd be like, fuck, I wish I would have mentioned this. Mm -hmm. But in those moments when you actually become a master of your mind, you can say like, oh, this is this, and I feel like this. Or you kind of could talk yourself through situations. Like I talked to Keith about like, yo, if I met this person, I'd be like, hey, you know, I would offer him this or say this. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of put my mind in scenarios that allow me to like process things even faster, Mm -hmm. you know? But you got to make it there, man. Don't don't be quick to spew things off. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, it's like martial arts. Mm -hmm. And not to mention... uh, Quite a while back, I mentioned like a, the power of apology or certain things like that. I remember I cut this dude off on accident, and uh, he was pissed. We got we got to the same red light, and I rolled my window down. And he's like, "What the what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Why why'd you?" I said, "Hey, bro, I cut you off back there. It, I didn't mean to do that, man. I'm sorry, bro. I apologize." And he just looked confused. Mm-hmm. It's like it's almost like. It's like I flipped his brain upside down in that moment. He was ready to go. He was ready to like yell and scream and tell me to fuck myself and all kind of shit. And then he just like looked confused and then he rolled his window back up. Mm-hmm. It's because in that moment I was able to not only take ownership, but I was able to take his energy and throw it in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Because I control that interaction by how I responded. True power is in not only in your words, but in your energy and in mm-hmm. your demeanor. When I look at you in your eyes and I'm very calm and I'm very respectful and I'm very direct about what I'm trying to drive home to you, mm-hmm. I don't have to yell at you to get that. Like if I'm a head football coach and you make a mistake, 
I'm just going to look you in the eyes and say, hey, you better than that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're better than that mistake you made. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a reason why I put you on this field. Get back out there and do it the right way. Okay? I believe in you. But stop doing this. You don't have to be like, what are you doing? I told you to do this. You don't have to be rah-rah and yell at people. You can drive that same fucking message home to a person. Mm-hmm. You know, if something happens with your your girl or your wife, yo, honestly, I'm very disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed in what you did there. I don't appreciate that. And that's something, that's the last time I'm going to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. The next time I'm out the door. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't appreciate what you're doing. And at that point, to them, that's worse than getting yelled at. Yeah. That, but only if you have a fear of losing someone. Only if you have a fear. Great point. Mm-hmm. But I think that when a person's actions are, a person's actions match what they do, then that's where the fear sets in. Yeah. Whenever you had a situation um, with a woman <clears throat> and you told her something and you were like, yo, I'm not going to keep giving you warnings. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. If you... If she has a fear and she believes you have the ability, or if she's seen other situations where you stop dealing with other people, mm-hmm. let's say it's like an uncle or somebody they keep bumming off, bumming off you for money or something. You cut them and off. And you cut them off. Mm-hmm. That's when that fear sets in on your wife. Yeah. Because she's like, this nigga really would leave me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I better stop doing what I was doing or he'll yeah. be out that door. Yeah. You know? That's an interesting like take like this idea that... Um, I mean, in terms of like really any relationship, yeah, um, you got to have like a, a a fear of uh, of losing your partner, and yeah. I think and hopefully that will force you into being like, you know, like uh, like the trying to be like the best version of yourself for 100%. your for your partner, right? Um, and working on those things that they that they maybe need from you out in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The respect is there, you mm-hmm. know. You, you mean like I love you to death. I respect you. You know, I, I treat you with respect, but I mm-hmm. am not afraid to walk away. Mm-hmm. And, and I will walk away. And and you won't get the convenience of me running back because I've turned my back. I have yeah. no intention of turning back around once I've made that decision. If mm-hmm. you know me well enough and you've seen how I've dealt with people. You've seen how I operate in the world. Yeah, then you know that that's that, that you know, I will drive that message all the way home to you. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it's like in life you realize that you don't have to get excited or up and you know and and you don't have to get excited and angry and 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 turn up on people. Yeah. You can simply like talk yourself through things. Yeah. You know, and I think another thing that helps me too is like if I'm th- I I tend to think out loud. And what I've learned, I thought I was crazy like, yo, am I talking to myself? <laughs> but but I, I learned that some of the most intelligent people actually talk to themselves, but they're thinking out loud. Mm-hmm. I forgot where, where that I learned, I seen that, but it said a lot of people that actually um, process things by speaking them, like speaking, not only speaking them to power, but actually saying them out loud mm-hmm. are some of the most intelligent people. I'm not trying to dub myself that intelligent. <laughs> that is a genius. But, but I have been throughout my life, even as a child. I would like talk myself through things. And I think that like even on this podcast when we talk, a lot of these conversations I've had like while I was cleaning. Mm-hmm. I'll be cleaning something and I'll be talking like the entire time about like how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like um, pre-exposes me mm-hmm. to what I'm going to say on the podcast. You know, it's like a not really a direct correlation, but like a, like a kind of like sidebar to it um, that... Play when um, 
it's a play action. Uh, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady is like faking the handoff. He's like cover mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. to the running back. He's talking yeah. to the running back, but yeah. he's kind of talking to himself at the same time. Yeah. And then he, you know, I don't I forgot how the play ends, but mm-hmm. basically that that same sort of thing. Like you just kind of like processing information mm-hmm. by like getting it out. Yeah, but that's a master level processing. Yeah. And he looks so calm. Yeah. That's it's so dangerous. When somebody okay, think about this, folks. And I, I don't we don't want to keep giving you these football analogies because we used to play football. Nah, I'm giving you all these football <laughs> analogies. <laughs> but look, but look, imagine playing quarterback in the NFL and mm-hmm. you got men that are three hundred pounds, all muscle, mm-hmm. and they're running full speed at you and they're gonna try to kill you out there. But you got a hold of this football and your job is to navigate this ball across the field to the best available option. And while you're doing this, you're just like, mm, okay, he's there, he's there, he's there. You're not even noticing that 300-pound man that's running at you. You know he exists, but you know that you have a job to do, right? And you know you're going to do it, and you're so confident in your abilities that you're just relaxed and you're poised. Mm-hmm. And it's no different than in having conversations or interactions with people. You know, you... you you could be very calm, very poised, because at that point, using words is like martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you also, and this is it's, this is kind of like um, outside of the conversation, but you kind of could deflect certain, like you could get so good at being poised and 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 uh, uh, relaxed, and also you could deflect bad energy when you know yourself. Like I've walked into a room at work back in the day. And it's a bunch of employees that are just complaining and arguing, and they try to include me in the conversation. And I'm just like, wow, that's that's interesting. And then mm-hmm. I just turn around and walk out. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not like, in, in that moment, I didn't say, like, man, why y'all is complaining? Why y'all hurt? I didn't, I didn't engage them, nor did I deny them. Yeah. I just literally stayed in my lane and kept moving. Yeah. And when you, when you learn how to deal not only with people but within yourself, you could literally just – it's kind of hard to explain what what you would compare it to. Now, I think I think a lot of people, in terms of that type of thing, like sometimes uh, what I realize is that if um, like if someone is if someone is feeling any type of way, they want to they want the world to feel that exactly. way. Exactly. So in terms of like complaining about, I mean, you've told me situations where somebody would be trying to go in on on you know the owner or whatever, and you'd be like, "Dang, that's crazy." Mm-hmm. Just kind of like. Just move on with your day. Yeah. But definitely, like, people be trying to, uh, like, make you feel how they feel. So I think yeah. even in those, you know, talking about poise, it's even important in those situations to realize you may actually feel the same way they do, but we have to be poised enough to know, like, you know, just hit them with a dang, that's crazy, and then just go on yeah. with your day. Yeah, if you got to hit them with more than two dangs, that's crazy. Time for you to exit this. <laughs> yeah. Exit stage left, yeah. sir. yeah. You know, because they may not even get the point. They'd be like, no. "Yeah, it is crazy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Like, yeah, you you feel me? You feel me? It's like, oh my god, I need to get the fuck out of here. You trying to drag me into this bad energy? I got to move on. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember, um, and this is this, and, and I think you learned this too, because I was, uh, I, like, I mentioned that chick I was on a date with, uh, the the hot white chick. It was a long time ago. Yeah, but. I seen her too. She she looked cool. Yeah, but she basically was just complaining about this, complaining about that, and I just literally stayed cool. Like I'm figuring, like I don't, I I I kind of have a tone of who you are, and mm-hmm. I'm not judging you for that. But I don't give a fuck of what you're talking about because in the in the the way in which you say it, 
kind of tells a whole story about you. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to make myself invested in what you're talking about, nor am I going to disrespect you. I'm going to listen, but I'm just going to get myself through this conversation Yeah. so I could just move on and we can go our separate way. Do you think it was uh, in that moment she was trying to um, get you to join in, or do you think yeah. that was just she wanted she me to feel She wanted me to feel the same way she did. Yeah. But one, I don't know you well enough to endorse anything you're saying mm-hmm. so you're asking a lot of me yeah and i don't know what kind of men you've dealt with maybe they've told you everything that you wanted to hear because mm-hmm. you're hot but uh i don't operate like that mm-hmm. i don't i don't operate in a way that i'm going to tell you what you want to hear just because you look decent yeah if you are a person that i feel you're full of shit i'm either going to call you on it or i'm just going to avoid it because i don't want to deal with it like i've had people complain about yeah you know about a boss at a job or something and and i think that people don't take time to like simplify things mm-hmm. like think about the boss that you complained about do you think he gives a fuck about you yeah and uh, you making him money he ain't worried about that do you think he cares about you do you think like if you if you simplify things and think them through mm-hmm. then you won't even complain anymore Mm-hmm. You'll just be like, oh, okay, I mm-hmm. know what this is about. Mm-hmm. I know what to expect. And then from that point forward, then, you you know, you you dump those expectations and you stop being as angry, mm-hmm. you know? And then you and then you stop, you stop, you stop introducing that culture that's within you to other people. Yeah. I think thinking about poise too, poise comes in deci- decision making also. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes like um, when we think about Dis- making decisions, we don't put much thought into it because we're, yeah. it may be like too much outside noise. So, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's like choosing uh, to leave, uh, choosing to like get a new job or choosing to what school you want to go to or whatever. I think sometimes like, you know, the lack of poise comes from making these emotional decisions. Yeah. Like, oh, you just wake up one day like, man, this, this makes me feel happy or this makes me feel happy or this, this, but I think when we, uh, in terms of being poised, when you just quiet the noise, you kind of rid yourself of the emotional attachments to whatever you're, the decision you're making, and you just, uh, like, you know, sit with your thoughts. And, you know, and, and even like what Eddie was saying, like even talking out loud, weighing the pros and cons. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is actually a good job. This pays this amount of year. Right. And this is actually like, you know, a good job 100%. too. 100%. Yeah. So. I remember, um, and I, I'll end it on this. I, I, I told you about this before, but there was a conversation I had uh, with this chick I was messing with at the time. It was nothing serious, but she was mad at me at that moment because I did not like her the way that she liked me. And she started conflating all these other experiences with me, like, you're just like every other dude, and you do this and you do that. And I was just like, hey, I don't know where all this is coming from. you know. But I, I, I literally was able to articulate myself well enough and respectful enough to her, by the end of that phone call, she was apologizing to me. <laughs> and 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 the thing about it was, is I told her like it's not that deep. It's okay. I get it. I get why you feel the way you feel. But I'm not that dude. I'm not here to treat you like that or you know whatever. But mm-hmm. you know the feelings that you have towards me, like I'm the bad guy. Those are invalid. I'm not gonna let you talk about me like that. Do you, were, in that moment, like, is that easy for you, or is it something that you actually have to like? Like concentrate on being composed. I think that uh, you know I was younger too with, I, with that situation. I probably wasn't. I was full oh man. I was probably like twenty five. Mm-hmm. So I was a lot younger. But I just think in that moment I was able to uh, like 
comprehend like what angle she was trying to throw at me mm-hmm. and probably the experiences she's had. And maybe she was mad that I did not like her the way. And I could have been like, I don't care. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk about me like that. Yeah. And it's like I wasn't on that energy. You were like above the situation. Exactly. I was mm-hmm. above it. I was above the situation. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I kept it respectful. And then even after that, like we was cool, but she understood where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking like, yo, don't, don't like just because you're mad at a situation does not give you the right to just disrespect me and call and say I'm like this when I'm not. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, why do you even care, man? Here's the, here's the here's the response from men. Why do you even care, man? Fuck these hoes. She ain't nobody. And it's like, bro, I don't move like that. Mm-hmm. I don't actually, I actually care about human beings, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and, and we probably literally, I think we probably talked that day for like, that call was probably like around probably like forty minutes, mm-hmm. and I don't even know I was on the phone that long. But it's kind of like and that was out the gate. Like she was venting to you out the gate. She was venting, bro. Mm-hmm. She was just venting, saying all this stuff. And I think that what kept me invested in the call is like, you're not talking to me. You're mm-hmm. talking about somebody else. But since I'm not this person, like the I was curious because I was like, this is just not me. Who are you talking about? Yeah. Let you. me let me try to like understand why you feel this way. Type mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Normally, I would not give a fuck like that much to like have that type of conversation. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yo, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the call, like we was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had chicks curse me out and end up apologizing. Mm-hmm. And I'm and there's like, I'm just so sorry, Eddie. Like you're a really good person and. I'm like, yeah, I've always been like this, but you know, you was in your feelings cussing me out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just confused. But that goes back to what we were saying, like, yeah. you know, like you, we all need to be poised enough to not even take it there, like, yeah, not even have to apologize for cussing somebody out, yeah, because you just had a normal conversation. Yeah, I think that what it is too is like, um, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think, like I mentioned, people tend to react in. And go all and fly off the handle, and then they, in retrospect, they just like, you know what, Keith is actually a good person. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie is actually a good person. Yeah, I was just mad that day. Yeah, you know, and then they think that we hate them. Like, yeah. I'm, I just want to apologize. You know, I, I know you probably hated me after that. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't hate you, girl. What are you talking about? I don't, yeah, you know, I don't hate you. It's all good. I think oftentimes, like, if the person even that's cussing you out or whatever. Like they started to look at the situation on paper, yeah. They would be like, "Dang, I'm really tripping." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I should have never insulted Keith's hair like that. <laughs> <laughs> like all Eddie did was this, and I reacted like this. This is not. Yeah, doesn't. this is not adding mm-hmm. up. And in no way, shape, or form, I'm trying to make myself look like this angel human being. But for the most part. Throughout my whole life, I've always had a genuine, regular amount of respect for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, like, to be like, oh, you're like this, you're an asshole, and you're that, like, I'm not one of these fuck, what do you call it, these fuck niggas you deal with. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pride myself on being a decent human being. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Where we at, man? Uh, 142. All right, we got another one. 142. Oh, God, here you go again. <laughs> Switching gears. Um, I believe it took place on January 2nd, but Joe Biden has set it up or now where the IRS is going to be um, sending 1099s to people or W-2s um, to people who use uh, it's Zill, too, I heard. Really? I heard it's Zill, too. What? Yeah. or I could, No, I don't think it's Zill, actually, but they, there, are some, uh, uh, there are some safety um, 
uh, problems with Zeal after Joe Biden had authorized this. I think Zeal's involved too, though. But it's it was just trash. But yeah. I believe it's Zeal. It's definitely Venmo, Cash App, and PayPal. PayPal yeah. Those are the three that are affected by it. And if you basically receive any transactions over a totaling $600 for the whole year, it will automatically notify the IRS um, to make sure you're paying your fair share of taxes, right? It used to be where you had to make $20,000 at least for them to uh, report it to the IRS, but now it's $600. And I I think we already talked about this earlier, but I think this is very fucked up. I think there's a lot of people that do nails on the side. And I feel like Americans, honestly, we get taxed enough to where if we want to make money on the side without reporting it, we should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do anything without getting taxed. You're getting taxed on, oh, you know, if you buy a soda, you're getting taxed for CRV. Mm-hmm. If you go buy fast food, you're getting taxed on that. If you pay for a ticket, you're getting, you're, getting you're getting taxed on gas. You're getting taxed on, like I said, like if you take a 10-minute nap, you're getting taxed five minutes of the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I would encourage everybody to go back to good old-fashioned cash. Mm-hmm. You know, And people will say, that's not right. Well, you're not paying your fair share to the IRS. Uh, let me be clear. The IRS has no transparency with the American people. They're not really telling you where the fuck the money's going. So this is not a... A place of honest, you know, uh, 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 IRS is not a source of honesty and transparency. Mm -hmm. So the same, I guess, entity that wants you to pay your fair share is not telling you anything. Mm -hmm. What makes them right? Mm -hmm. You know, and in addition to like if I'm let's say I become very successful, which I will be someday, um, I shouldn't be penalized for being successful. Yeah. You you automatically get my money just because if I made $4 million and you're taxing me half on it, fuck you. <laughs> I worked for that. I did the work for that $4 million. Why the fuck do you get to put your hand in my pot? Yeah. You know, but this is not right. The, what, what Joe Biden's doing with this shit is garbage. And like me and Keith have mentioned before, when it comes to politics, we're impartial. So we may be left-leaning liberal people, but at the same time, it's like I'm only so liberal. Fuck mm-hmm. this shit. This ain't right. Yeah. I, I think the thing that bothers me the most about this situation is that it doesn't tell the full story. So in terms of like Cash App, if one of my boys is stranded and, you know, maybe he ran out of gas or something like that. And he yeah. like, hey, bro, can you can you loan me $20 until Friday or whatever? And I just shoot him $20. Um, and over the course of the year, it may happen to... You may just have to send money to random people in, yeah. in different aspects of their life, or yeah. whatever the case may be. It's not. It's not always like a business transaction. So yeah. that's the thing that annoys me the most. Like essentially, you're you could be asking for somebody to get taxed on, and it may be it may be just um, a transaction that is uh, built into their relationship. So exactly. for instance, like with, with Eddie and I, he shoots me money for the uh, the rent for the space. And that is going to exceed six hundred dollars because yeah. of uh, the cost of a rent. So, but yeah. I'm getting taxed on the uh, money that is not. It's not like I'm spending this money no, like, casually. Not. I ain't sending you nothing through there no more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> what are you it's doing just, it just it's just a dumb a dumb situation, and it's it's one of those things where um, I guess a, a workaround for that is definitely to have like your business in in a, in a legit way. But even then you're still you're still uh you're still getting taxed on it. So yeah. I guess the best 
situation for everybody is just to um, to go straight with cash. I, I also like I cash. wonder. I don't know. I think because they have like Apple Pay with the iPhones and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that is part of that whole thing. I don't even think that um, you know the people at Apple want any parts of the government. So I could. That, you know, if you got Apple Pay for sure, you know, yeah. utilize that. Um, I might have to fuck thing. around and we have to get up, get up off of that cash app. Mm-hmm. Go, go to Apple Pay or whatever it is. Because mm-hmm. my thing, dog, if if the, if I had the ability to make a hundred grand on one of those apps through selling, whether it's merch or donations or whatever, I would happily and gladly not report that. I have to. My bad. I just remember something. What happened? I bought something with my. Uh, with my Apple Pay. Uh-oh. And then I realized that um, they never gave me the item. It was like oh. a curbside pickup, and it just dawned on me right now, so oh. I got to remember to write I thought you were about to say something about PayPal and it being over $600. Oh, no, I haven't done that. Yes. It, this, it, they're nitpicking. And it's, what's crazy is, is like, you want us to pay all this shit, but it's like, it's just weird. We live in a weird time right now. Now they got the Omarion virus carrying <laughs> out. That's funny. Got the Omarion, the Omarion virus, uh, variant, and you got uh, another one, the flu rona, and then there's another one that just came out. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we're just tired of all of it, man. I, I know for a fact right now, Joe Biden will not get a second term. Not only because he's not doing a great job, but because he old as fuck. So that's not going to happen. And <laughs> then uh, Kamala Harris, she will not be president. Yo, so, yeah. So I don't just, even think people care for her enough. To, no, they don't. For her to have a legit chance at running. No, 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 mm-hmm. no. Only thing she'd be doing is running out of the White House. She ain't doing shit. <laughs> it's been yeah. the, and then that interview with Charlemagne just really put the stamp on it. Mm-hmm. She was like, "I no, no, Charlemagne. The pre- the president is Joe Jeffrey Biden, mm-hmm. and my name is Kamala Harris, and I'm vice president." And I was just like, "And you start, you had me busting up." And I'm from Oakland, so if you act up, <laughs> I'm gonna go crazy on. <laughs> I'm going to go dumb on your ass. <laughs> Don't make me get hyphy with you, Charlemagne. I will get hyphy with you. I will go dumb on the side show. Uh, right now, I got my professional face, but I will have my Thiz face on if you keep this shit up, Charlemagne. Oh, uh, man. Stupid. You had me dying, though, and you was like, look, Charlamagne, you little ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like Kamala wilding out, yo. Kamala is fucking- She definitely went crazy She on is fucking wilding right now. <laughs> oh, <coming>. man. <laughs> oh, That is what you call not being poised. No, not at all. Yeah, she's like, don't make me get, don't make me call E-40 over here, Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me uh, don't make me get Mr. Fab out here on your ass. <laughs> oh uh, man, that's a trip, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. But th- this is where we are right now. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, it's it's it, they're make it's the government is making it more difficult for us to be rich. Shout out to Kamal. Actually, Kamal sent me a link. I need to uh, book, uh, uh, out get on that app. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. I, I got to get on that app. He sent me a link because they have conversations and stuff mm-hmm. like a forum. I, I believe. Uh-huh. And I was about to download the app, but I was busy at work. So thank you, Kamal. I'll get back with you on that, mm-hmm. and I'll shoot it to Keith too. Cause yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's just conversations and whatnot about NFTs and whatnot. So, oh yeah, that's yeah. I feel like anybody that, that has insight on that that'll yeah, help everyone. Definitely, um, <clears throat> the whole uh, Bitcoin and all that stuff. 
is one of the reasons why a lot of wealthy people are utilizing these platforms is it's a way to put money um, in a space where the government can't can't mess with it. A hundred percent. So if I buy a share of Apple, I'm not getting taxed on the money until I pull it out. Yeah. So yeah, that's a just a little little uh, little nugget right there. Go buy you some. Even even um, there's been a, a shout out to Nate too. Um, he posted this article, I think it was, and they were talking about the the prices of uh, Rolex watches going up. Whoa. Yeah. So I just think it's important for us to understand, like, stop hoarding your money, you know, put your money in a place where it could potentially grow, um, buy you some assets, buy you some some stocks, invest that's in the, something. That's yeah. the only way. And the thing about it, though, is when you don't have a bunch of money to begin with, it's, it's very risky to make these investments. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it's like it's you have to take a risk by doing like if you get a certain amount of savings, you have to take a risk with that savings. So if yeah. you save up fifteen thousand dollars. You have to find something that you could invest it in, mm-hmm. and you might fall flat, but it's worth taking a risk because just saving money doesn't do anything. Yes, it does. Saving money is just going to save you from a rainy day, maybe pay your bills for a couple months, but if you can invest X amount of money into somebody's local business and they're serious about it, then who knows? Maybe you could get a part of someone's business. Maybe, who knows what you can make? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And listen to the right people, too. I think a lot of us, right. like... You know, you know those people that have a lot of information um, about something they don't actually know about. Yeah, yeah. Are you asking the the your random friend about investing in stocks, and they don't got no stocks today? No, they don't. Yeah, you got to get somebody that's already a player. Mm-hmm. You know, they're already playing in that game. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, to all the people that listen to this podcast, and we appreciate you, but we also want you to be safe out there um, with using these apps. Because they're going to tax you more. Stop yes. using these apps. Yes. Just stop. Yeah. Also, I- you finished? <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, man. You good. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. You yeah, know what I'm please. We have to act. We And I'm going to tell you this right here, but we got to make sure um, we make a point to tell people to subscribe. Yeah, we do. Because... Um, sometimes like, you know, one, some people only listen to the audio, so they need to go to YouTube. And secondly, when they're on YouTube, they need to subscribe so they know when the videos drop. Hit that notification bell. Yeah. Hit the like button too. Because if we, you know, we get to a certain amount, we can start monetizing the uh, YouTube channel and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. But but we'll have to, we're going to have to probably move away from the cash app, man. Because we got our cash. Oh, we're going to have to remove the cash? Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to remove it eventually. We'll just put the address. So Definitely. send us a, some money. 100%. Shout out to, <laughs> a shout out to Gloria. She sent yeah, us shout out to Gloria. Sent us a, uh, and she referenced the uh, <coughs> little joke we had. Yeah. A dog name. It's just fucked up how one administration can ruin something so so innocent. That's why, you know, when you get older and you start to become successful, being a Republican don't sound that bad. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, like I'm liberal, but I'm all liberaled out. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired, man. I'm tired of the, the, mm-hmm. all the extra stuff. People thinking that extra taxes is yeah. what you, we should. We need to pay more taxes. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. That's, yeah, that's what broke. That's what broke niggas said. Yeah, go stand in that line with the rest of the stupid people that believe yeah. that. I don't know. I I've never heard an interview with a wealthy person, except like ex- extremely wealthy, not like millionaire wealthy, mm-hmm. to say like, yeah, I would love to pay more taxes. You know, some of these billionaires that can't spend the amount of money they have in their lifetime, they'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do these, you know, these uh, donations and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, the the, the regular uh, wealthy people, 
None of them are running around saying they want to pay if, more in taxes. You know, if it, you know, you get to Jeff Bezos type billionaire status, and the people do write offs. I'm going to do write offs that really help people. Uh-huh. Like I'm talking about like real, real write offs. Like like all the workers that help with the homeless downtown in Los Angeles and Bakersfield. I'm going to, you know, give them bonuses, and mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, give you know uh, money to people who help in these programs and. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about big money too, because mm-hmm. like these, like you got like Jeff Bezos giving like seven hundred thousand dollars to the Amazon forest, and that's all he gave. You know, well, I don't want to say that's all he gave. He still donated some money, and seven hundred thousand is a lot. But when you're worth billions, you would think they would give more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's entitled to do whatever he wants. But if I was to give seven hundred grand, I would give it like locally to people who really need it out here. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of people that work at homeless shelters and stuff, and they get paid minimum wage. Yeah. You know, I would make sure they got paid. The homeless had clothes. There'd be more food in places. Mm-hmm. I want to help people with their utilities. Yeah. Yeah, when you know how it feels to be poor and you've been through that before, like, I genuinely want to help families, mm-hmm. you know. Especially, it's a lot of single mothers out here that could use some help. Yeah, some bills and stuff. Some bills that need to be paid. You know what's crazy about those, like, those certain donations? You don't realize, like, how... It gets paid forward because mm-hmm. you may help a single mom with some rent. The next thing you know, her son is in the NFL. And you never like, yeah. know. Back in the day, Eddie helped my mom. Yeah, out. yeah. That happened from Warwick Dunn, the running back Warwick Dunn. <clears throat> he helped Deshaun Watson's mom. Yeah, got him a house. I remember that. Deshaun, Deshaun ended up in the NFL, but man, Chadwick Bozeman. Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, yeah. really? It's Chadwick? No, I mean Denzel Washington helped. Oh, pay he for paid his for his school. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, you never know who you're helping. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, it could be somebody off the streets. And I think that would make me feel good. Like, hey, Eddie, man, you don't know me, but you pay for my college, man. And now I own the business here, man. If you ever need help, I'll help you with anything. And I'll be yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't need anything from you, man. You already did it. Yeah. You know? Facts. Yeah. But, hey, um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, man, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.